Welcome, welcome on to another episode of your favorite podcast, Targo. How the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How the heck are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You look like. What are you drinking today, man? So on Tuesday, I had a Voodoo Ranger. So that's no surprise. I got a pack of Voodoo Rangers. So I got another one. This one's different, though. Slightly different. It's a Juicy Haze IPA. Whereas the last one was Juice Force IPA. (laughs) Same, same, but different. Slightly different. But still same. But still same. I can't open this can, man. It's a tough one. (laughs) I don't want it to explode on my face. That's what she said. So we'll see. I've never had this one. Tastes the same. Congratulations. It does taste the same. Congratulations. I hate it. What do you want from me? Uh, today I'm drinking Killarney Red Lager from Byron Brewing. Uh, this makes no sense. It's a German name from an Irish town, brewed in Montana. <laughs> Is it good? It tastes like a red lager. A red hey, what lager, do you want? Okay. Everything else, but I got two of them, so it's more fun that way. Well, good for you, man. You're looking good over there in your light and dark blue, looking like you're supporting Brighton. Yeah, right? I'm wearing the Brighton warm-up top without the Brighton logo. It's great. Anyways, those are our brews. Let's get to some banter. Welcome to Brews and Banter. Targo, today we are going to preview the weekend after international duty. Yes, I said duty. Uh, I'm so excited that club football is back. God, I hate international breaks. I do. We're going to talk about our combined 11 for the big game in the Premier League. And then we're going to talk about our top transfer rumors of the month of March, since we're going into April. Yes, we are. It's already one of my favorite months of the year, by the way. The Masters is upon us, my friend. Which also means we have one month, two months, one and a half months left of the Premier League. It's the best time of year. What is the Champions League final? Isn't it something ridiculously June late? 10th. June 10th. So late. Yeah. I I will correct myself from previous episodes. The final game of the English Premier League season is May 28th. So it is not three weeks before the Champions League <laughs> final. Uh, the FA Cup final is a week after that. And then you have the Champions League. So just want to correct myself. City in both of them. <laughs> Maybe all three. Who knows? Let's get to our predictions for right. Let's get to the it. English Premier League for April 1st. We have, oh, guess what? First up, at the Etihad, Manchester City against Liverpool. Liverpool surprise, surprise, win. huh? Liverpool already beat one Manchester team 7-0. Why not the other one? April Fools. <laughs> you like that Man, episode? you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. I'm hoping Liverpool can get a draw. I really am. Targo, if you're right, I swear to God, I will drive to your house, deliver a pot of gold, and create a rainbow. <laughs> you dirty leprechaun, I bet you. Yeah, I, will, I swear to God, if... Liverpool beat Manchester City 7-0. I will do it the moment it happens. So 
6.30 in the morning, I'm headed to your house. <laughs> if it happens. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Just April like, Fools. April <laughs> Fools, no. However, what is your real prediction here? I think Liverpool can get a draw here, man. Oh, God, I hope you're right. I, I, I hope they do. Right. I I'm pray to the Lord above that you're right, Targo. I'm almost tempted to say if they get a draw here, I will do the same thing. Drive to your house with a pot of gold. Yeah, this man. However, so good, man. Oh, however, so good. I don't think Liverpool stand a chance in this game. They don't stand a chance. They Manchester Manchester City have been so good lately. They've been so good lately. Sixteen goals for zero against in the month of March. That's I so don't awesome. think Liverpool stand a chance. Well, a I'd one. be more. I'd be less surprised if it was seven nil for City than for liverpool <laughs> yeah you're not wrong just saying i pray you're right don't I, I get me wrong right, man but i'm gonna tell you it's going to go all manchester city in this one erling holland three or four you take oh your pick. you're going big the other way huh yep four to two my prediction you take your pick three or four for erling holland virgil van dyke looks overrated he does yep. but not allison no in this game in this game uh next up we have bournemouth against fulham which is probably a little harder to predict since this is an away game for fulham notoriously struggling away they from have home. been struggling a bit haven't they mm-hmm. not been playing very well fulham and bournemouth winning one nil against liverpool last time out at home yeah in their last five games they got two losses a draw and then two wins against a Bournemouth team. I, I would still expect Fulham to get a result. We'll see how many suspensions they have after that FA Cup. I guess a better question is, do you think Mitrovic plays at all no, the rest I, of the season? That hasn't come out yet, has it? We'll see. No. Um, no. I do expect it might have by the time this comes out, they but might, I haven't yeah. seen anything. But, yeah, I expect Fulham – to get all three points here i really do i do too and i expect mitrovic to not play the rest of the season he might not be wrong there i lengthy ban for sure yeah for those of you who don't know elbowing a ref after a red card in an fa cup quarterfinal yeah 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 okay next up we have our boys the gunners arsenal at home against leeds united do you see this going any other way but I think Leeds could provide a problem, but I do expect Arsenal to get all three points in this. I see this going one way and one way only. <laughs> Arsenal are so good at say... home. Leeds are terrible away from home. Yeah. I'm sorry. This isn't Ellen Road. This is the Emirates, man. It's a fortress now. I will say, Ellen, when they played at Ellen Road, Leeds yeah. made Arsenal go to the limit there. Oh, trust me. I was out of town in a bed that was very uncomfortable watching that game, and I was even more uncomfortable watching that game. Yeah, it was. However, honestly, to get the win. This is the Emirates, and the fans are rocking. They are. I don't know if I've ever seen a crowd for Arsenal this raucous since Highbury. I'm saying it now. Highbury days. Yes. And I might age myself here, but I'm we might be some of the only Arsenal fans with a YouTube channel 
that have actually seen Arsenal play in Highbury and win a title at Highbury. (laughs) Yeah, we old. However, that makes us wise Arsenal fans, not these young guns (laughs) that think we're going to fucking win everything. No. I'm too cautious for that. I've been through too much, man. It's been 20 years. Uh Uh-uh. However, I'm fully confident in this game. Arsenal win comfortably in this one. I think they win for sure. Next up, probably the most underrated battle of the weekend. You got Brighton against Brentford at the Amex. At the Amex. At the Amex. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be a battle, right? If Brighton win, they're getting closer to a European spot. Brentford win, they have confidence of getting there, but... Really, they're just putting a dent in Brighton's hopes for Europe at this point. Yeah, kind of. I I think I see a draw, man. I want to say Brighton, but I think I really do see a draw. With Brent, Brentford's form away from home, I'm picking Brighton to win this one. I know you would. You're. I know you're high on them. Not because I'm high on Bright, Brent. God, I get them mixed up so much. Brighton, Brentford. Brighton, Not because Brentford. I'm high on Brighton, but because Brentford is terrible away from home. There we go. Yes. That's why I pick Brighton to win this game. But. I mean, you want to get real, though? Brentford have less losses than Brighton. Yeah. And Spurs have more losses than Chelsea. Does that really matter that much? I guess not. No, they don't. They have the same amount of losses. There you go. Nine? Yep. And nine. You're right. Sorry. Spurs have more losses than Brentford by four. Well, Spurs also have played a couple more games. You're right. Either way. That's why I'm going draw. Spurs have lost a lot and they're still in fourth. So that's what happens when you play more games than the teams below you. (laughs) So I think, yeah, I think, I think it's a draw. I, that's what my gut's telling me. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Next up, Crystal Palace against Leicester City. Pivotal battle in the top, Ooh. the bottom. Sorry, not the top. Well, I guess top of the bottom, right? <laughs> top of the bottom. <laughs> top of the bottom. We got uh, 12th against 17th. This, If Leicester win this game, they could jump all the way above Crystal Palace. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, nuts. Um, this one, however, is a home game for Palace. New new old manager bounce. New old manager bounce. Uh, new record, uh, resetting his old new record. Roy Hodgson is the oldest manager ever to manage a Premier League game, which he's now set three times. The same. First for Crystal Palace, then for Watford, now for Crystal Palace again. How old is he? 75 years old and like a couple, like a hundred something days. I I think Crystal Palace will get the new manager bounce here and get a win. New old manager bounce. I agree. They're at home. Yep. Roy yeah, Hodgson, the, the, the good home feeling. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, so I love to see Roy Hodgson back at Crystal Palace. To. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Even though it's only for two months, I don't care. I love to see it. I hate to see Patrick Vieira get fired, but I love to see Roy Hodgson back. I'm giving the win. 
Next up, we have Nottingham Forest against Wolves. Another one. In the words of DJ Khaled, another one. Another bottom of the table clash. Apparently, I don't listen to DJ Khaled because I have no idea what you're talking about. Another one. Uh, 13th. I know know Queen. Another one busted us. (laughs) Well, I mean, one of these teams is going to, according to you. Uh, 13th against 16th. Nottingham Forest is at home, man. Wolves. Do they get the win against Wolves? I'm going with Wolves all the way. I am too. I had no surprises here. I did not um, expect that from you. I thought you picked Wolves because they're at home. Yeah, no, I, 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 Wolves got too much quality, Finally, man. You're getting smart, I, man. Finally, I think they're getting a win against a Nottingham Forest side that, while they have a good squad on paper, they do not play well together unless they're playing against Manchester City. And then they get luck on their side. And then they get lucky. Yeah. Next up. Chelsea against Aston Villa. I'm actually excited about this game. How about you? Yeah, Villa are a pretty exciting team going forward. Unai Emery, man, I'm I'm glad he came back to the Premier League with this Aston Villa side. This one could be a good one. It's 10th against 11th. Villa can jump above Chelsea on this one. Um, they have the same amount of games played. It's just goal difference. Does Chelsea's new run of form where they're actually scoring goals and winning? make a difference to you i would have said yes before a couple weeks ago when they drew everton but that draw against everton at Stanford bridge by the way for those honestly i'm gonna judge graham potter on this game this is the team level on points with chelsea right above Mm -hmm. them or below them if if chelsea don't win this game i'm gonna be officially a graham potter out okay I don't think Chelsea lose this game, just letting you know. Okay. However, if it's close, I will agree with you. I don't even I think if Chelsea Because a club Chelsea have to get all three points or I am Graham Potter out. He should not be there. Even if they get all three points and it's close, a club of Chelsea's stature with the amount of players they've signed and the amount of money they spent with the coach of Graham Potter's apparent stature. If they don't win it convincing, win it convincingly, I'm Graham Potter out. Okay. This is a game they should win convincingly with they a club of the stature game. of Chelsea. Hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just whether they do. I don't not. want to be harsh to Graham Potter as he's coming from Brighton to Chelsea, but it's the expectation of Chelsea <clears throat> as a club who, in the Premier League era, notoriously is towards the top of the table. They they need to be higher up, and they need to win this game, and they deserve to win this game with the amount of players they have that are high quality. That's it. So I'm going to be harsh now on Graham Potter. I was a little soft on him, I think, earlier, a couple months ago. Uh-huh. His run of games, you know, they had a few wins there, but you look at the games they won. The tough one was against Dortmund, but then a Leeds team, you know, games they should have been winning. And then the they draw against Everton. Everton that draw against Everton, man. Bad, bad, bad. That was real bad. And so I'm going to judge them heavily on this game. And if they don't get a win, I think Chelsea should sack them. That soon, huh? Right now. Go get Julian. If, in my opinion, I just if you're because Tuchel is gone, Tuchel's out. They don't want to rehire him. Who's out there? Nagelsmann. Who's better? Go get him. Who's better? Who? 
Go get Julian Nagelsmann. Okay. Um, I give I give I'm Potter to the end of the season. Tottenham gets him. I give Nagelsmann to the end of the or not Nagelsmann Potter to the end of the season before I hire Nagelsmann. However, he's on a very short leash as it is, and I think his fate is sealed for the end of the season because of how much money they spent on him to get him from Brighton. They have to at least go to the end of the season with him. Especially they're not going to get European places. They're not going to get European places. The only way they're going to do it is win the Champions League. I don't think Nagelsmann's going to help. They're playing Real Madrid. It's, it's game over for them. And, and and it is, honestly. like Especially when they get dumped out to Real Madrid, which, again, we both probably have them going out to Real Madrid. No, it's not probably. <laughs> for surely. <laughs> it's, a, it's a surely, yeah. I don't think they stand any chance. So, I'm I mean, sorry. what's the point of keeping Potter around then? They they did, you know, part of my friends shit in the Premier League. They're sitting in 10th place. To see and if maybe they lose to Aston Villa, who then go above them and they drop into 11th place? It, it's turned around lately. I mean, granted, they were shitty before. But those were games they should have won. Yeah. They should but they be beat winning. Dortmund. So he gets a little bit of, little bit on that leash. However... I think you're right against Everton, man. Shortened it right back up for me. Oh yeah. I I, I agree though. If they lose this game, it's a draw. Even a draw. Even. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Potter out. Get him out of there. Okay. I mean, I'm there too, but I don't think they do it. Just saying on the second, we have West Ham against Southampton. This is a crucial battle at the end of the table. If Southampton win this game, they go above West Ham. A team that is still in Europe and undefeated in Europe. I, it doesn't make any sense to me the form that West Ham is in, knowing that fact. If West Ham lose this game, I think I'm also David Moyes out. 100%. I don't think they lose this game. They shouldn't lose this game. I, I w- they shouldn't. For me, I am picking West Ham to win that game, and they need yeah. to win that game. But if they do... I am I am David Moyes out 100%, and there's 100 coaches out there that are better than David Moyes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you. West Ham, they need to win this game. This is a must-win game for them to stay in the Premier League. They should win this game on paper. You want a really terrible, bold prediction right now? You're going to go a draw for a Southampton win? I'm going to go with if Southampton draw or win this game, David Moyes is out. Sam Allardyce gets hired for the rest of the season. Interesting prediction. I like it. I'm yeah. not. I don't think it's too bold. I like it. I think it's bold, but I also don't think West Ham will lose this game. So they shouldn't, and I don't think they. Will Next either. up, probably the biggest game for top four implications: Newcastle at home against Manchester United. Manchester United without Casemiro, who's been their linchpin. All season. They're huge. I would say their second best player behind Marcus Rashford. I would almost go with their best player. Behind. Yeah, I mean, arguably, yeah. I mean, because they were definitely different before he came into the squad. He completely the transformed the whole squad. He did, yeah. I mean, he. Maybe he I understand Rashford, Rashford has become. been insane this season. His form is amazing. He deserves to be in the team of the season for the Premier League. Casemiro, completely different level. But does Casemiro make it into your team of the season? Are you going to put Probably. Probably. 
Depends on what formation I decide to go with. But that's later. We'll figure it out later. That's for another episode at the end of the yeah. season. <clears throat> that's the end of the season episode. We'll get there. So make sure you guys tune in for that one, because we'll have that, I'm sure, now. <laughs> well, yeah, duh. Come on. Anyways, the real, real, real prediction for this game. This is huge for Newcastle more than Manchester United. I guess technically if Tottenham win and Manchester United loses, Tottenham goes to third. Tottenham could have gone to third if they would have beat Southampton and not drawn them a couple weeks ago. They could. I think this ends in a draw. I hate to say it. You're right. Yeah. Newcastle can't score enough goals. Manchester United are very good going forward, but Newcastle's defense is stellar. Nick Pope Alexander back in goal. Isak has looked impressive the past Casemiro's not in there. Bruno Gimaraes going to run ragged against, uh, I don't even know, McFred. Domine, Fred. McFred. McFred. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I just. I like how you did it. Combined them. <laughs> yeah. Without without Casemiro in there, that's what it is, right? It's McFred. McFred. So. It takes both of them to do Casemiro's job. That's yeah, sure. exactly. When Bruno Gimaraes run all over him. However, Newcastle can't score goals. Hey, Isak, man, problem. he's looked impressive the past couple of Premier League games. Alexander Isak, I mean, he looked good against Belgium the other day. I watched it. However, for Sweden, he's got no uh, distribution. So. Oh no, he's a lone lone guy yeah. up there. I think the difference maker in this one is Miguel Amaron. He's always going to be the difference maker, especially see, making crosses. And Newcastle Isak's need them. The difference maker. Yeah. Um, Isak, he's he's not that guy who will just stay forward. He'll come out to a wing mm-hmm. and provide some service too. Him and Trippier on the side there, on the right side. We'll see. Manchester United are really good on the left side. Newcastle very good on the right side. It'll be a very good battle. It'll be very interesting. I'm excited to see it. So am I, yeah. I think it's a draw. I, nonetheless. I already said a draw, so yeah, I yep. think so too. Okay, on the third, Everton versus Tottenham. This is at Goodison Park. How do you see it going? I think this could also be a draw for Everton. Spurs are garbage away from home. Better question. Is Antonio Conte still the coach of Tottenham by the time this game starts? Probably shouldn't be, if I'm being honest. The way he threw players and the owner under the bus, but decided not to take any blame from himself. I know that we had a full discussion about this conversation. Yeah. like We came to a conclusion, Daniel Levy is the problem. I think they should keep hold of Antonio Conte. I do. Really? He said what the problem was. Okay, if I'm Daniel Levy, I challenge him to change it. You are a winning manager. You've won everything. This club is a cancer. Change it. Go ahead. I'll give you one year. Change it. Get rid of whoever you want. Sign whoever you want. Change it. It's not going to make a difference. They might make the Champions League. They might not. 
it's not going to matter because they would do the same without him. Is it going to change anything? No. no. It's not. Oh, no, you're not wrong. It's you not. It's funny. Even with we've... Ryan Mason as an interim manager, it's not going to change anything. We've been seeing this for years with Tottenham, man. I mean, Antonio Conte, you know, Jose Mourinho, Pochettino, Bruno, Santo, Pochettino. Yeah. All, all of those I, managers. Man. I feel You're... bad for Santo, though. Like, the right manager at the wrong time. Just all of them. The like wrong time. Again, being an Arsenal fan, I see all these managers going there, and I get worried. I'm like, yeah. dang, this manager, he's going to turn great around. Great managers. They're going to do fantastic. Great, great players on paper. And they never do. No. The past four or five so, managers, they just never What do. they Again. Like we said on a previous podcast, what do they do then? I mean, they get in the top four. Good. That's great yeah. for them. They're in the Champions League. They get that revenue. But the best they're going to do this season is finish top four. They literally have nothing to show for it. No FA Cup. No League no. Cup. But that's no the Champions best they're going to do this season. Oh, this season, 100%. The, the best they can do this season is to get in the Champions League, which, then I mean, you why and I get rid of Antonio they will not Conte. get there. Why get rid of Antonio Conte, then? Maybe go for Nagelsmann. I don't know. I guess. Is he better? Is he better than Antonio Conte? Or is he just going to be saying the same thing that the last three managers have said? He probably will be. 100%. I think you're right. Yeah. Keep him. See what the fuck he's going to do. I don't think Daniel Levy will. I dare you, Daniel Levy. Listen to me. I dare you. I bet you get better results with Conte than without him. Listen to this Arsenal fan who's happy seeing you down there in the table. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. I love Arsenal. I love seeing Tottenham struggle, but I love a challenge. I don't love walking all over Tottenham like we have this season. I love Tottenham being a challenge. Right now, they suck. They suck hard. They keep Antonio Conte. They win this game. If they don't, draw. Or even lose. Those are my predictions. I think it's going to be a draw. Sean Dyche is obviously focusing on that defense at Everton. Yeah. Last time out, they got a draw against Chelsea. They're at home. They play better at home. That's where all their points are coming from. They beat Arsenal. And I expect them to get another point at home against Tottenham. Okay. All right. After that rant, let's get <laughs> right. over to the Bundesliga yeah. before we get on to more rants. On the first, we got Union Berlin. Against Stuttgart, do you see this going any other way but one way only? Man, Union Berlin third, Stuttgart bottom of the table. Union Berlin, they finally got to win their last game out against, I believe it was Eintracht Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Told you they were going to win that game. You didn't believe me. No, you're right. You're right. Especially think. after losing to Union St. Joas. Yeah, in the Europa League, they did. And they got but yeah, hammered. One way, one way only, man. Union Berlin. Yeah, me too. I think so too. All right. Next up, we got RB Leipzig against Mainz. You see it anything other than one way only? I mean, Leipzig's at home. Yeah. Mainz are ninth. Here's one thing to say about Mainz, though, man. They have not lost a game in their last five. Yeah, it's true. Leipzig have not been consistent either. No, they lost their last game out. I can't remember who it was to. Um, was it VFL Bochum? I, right? I know I picked them to win it. Honestly, I think this could go draw. 
I'm gonna pick a Leipzig win. I believe they lost their last game to Bochum, right? Right? Not I can't wrong? remember who they lost it to. Anyways, okay. I'm gonna go with Leipzig ago, win in this one. That was many beers ago too. <laughs> I know it was so many, and an international break, which means more beers. Next up, Schalke against Bayern Leverkusen. Leverkusen flying high off of a win against Bayern Munich. Schalke, I believe, did they draw they somebody? They drew their last game. Yeah. But here's another weird fact. Schalke, who are second bottom from the table, have also not lost a game in their last five. Surprise, surprise, huh? Almost half their points have come in their last five games. <laughs> Wow, that's a shocking stat. But I expect Bayer Leverkusen, man. They they're they're in good form. Again, especially beat after beating Bayern Munich, yeah. They're dude, they're on three wins on the bounce. Florian Florian Verts is playing out of his mind right now. And he's got was it eight goal involvements in thirteen games. So he's yeah. he's, he's doing well. And I, I expect him to keep keep rumbling on. Same, same. Uh, Leverkusen. I mean, you picked them to win the Europa League. I expect them to climb up the table. No, I in the picked Bundesliga. them to make it to the final. Final. Sorry. You predict them to make it to the final of the Europa League. I predict them to climb up the table in the Bundesliga. <laughs> I expect them to win this one handily, which ties us into Der Klassica. Der Klassica. Bayern Munich against Borussia Dortmund. Bayern Munich with a new head coach in Thomas Tuchel. However, this is at the Allianz Arena. This is a home game. And Tuchel's old team. Yes. Oh, I don't know who to pick. Dortmund have lost one game this year. Yeah, I know. No, Bayern Munich lost to Bayer Leverkusen in their last game. This calendar year, yes. Dortmund have only lost once. Well, that's this year, right? Yeah. This year. year. Not this year. Season. I didn't say there season. Go. There you I go. I know. Year. Okay. I don't know, man. I want I want Dortmund just to beat my Bayern. Yeah, I know, because you the asked Bayern me the question Dortmund. is Bayern Munich gonna win the league or is it gonna be Bruce U Dortmund? And you want Bruce U Dortmund to win the league. And I said Bayern Munich are gonna win. My heart wants Dortmund to win, but I think Bayern will. I think New manager bounce. Borussia Dortmund win this game. Oh, okay. Why? Or a draw. Well, uh, now he's flip flopping. Now you're flip flopping. No, okay. I'm. What I'm saying is, Bayern Munich don't win this game. It's what I'm saying. Okay. Because they're still shell shocked from Nagelsmann getting fired out of nowhere. I don't think they are. I think I. I bet you I before so. he got fired some players in that dressing room already knew it was coming. I knew that he went after Manuel Neuer and Thomas Mueller. And, well, I think Thomas and Thomas Mueller. Mueller. Yeah. And everybody else. I mean, of course they're going to back those two. I mean, they're the two leaders of the locker room. However, you give what a week notice to Thomas Tuchel to turn this into what form Bruce Dortmund's been in. Nah, not for me. Okay. I think Dortmund, I would guess at the best get a win, but most likely get a draw. I'm going to go Bayern Munich. Okay. We'll find out next week. 
We will. I'm going to watch this game too, man. Me too. I'm very excited. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Especially with Tuchel, his hat, his sweats. It's always going to say Dorman. And I love the picture you posted on our Facebook group, by the way. Edited with Bayern Munich logos all over it. <laughs> Clearly a Chelsea photo. Just saying. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ESPN. Anyways, Targo. Let's go to La Liga. What we got? La Liga. So on April Fool's Day, April 1st, we have Elche against Barcelona. So Elche, they suck. They're in 20th. Barca, they're the best. They're first in La Liga. They're not the best, but they're the best in La Liga. I'll tell you that. They're the best in La Liga. I mean, how do you not pick Barcelona to win this game? I'm going to pick Elche to win. April (laughs) Fool's! Gotcha. I got you on that Liverpool one. You're coming back to me, huh? <laughs> Touche, my friend. Barcelona run away with this one. This isn't even close. It's 1-0. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. A boost gets to Rafinha. <laughs> and for those of you listening on our podcast right now, my face is beat red. Those of you on YouTube, cheers. I'm red as a beat. You're welcome. All right. How about the 2nd of April? So we're away from April Fool's Day. Oh, yeah. 2nd of April. There you go. We have uh, Real Madrid against Real Valladolid. Real Madrid in second place. Pretty much that's where they're going to end up, I think. Second place. Real Valladolid, they're in 16th place. They're on 28 points. Real Madrid's on 56. On paper, this should go one way and one way only. But you never know with Real Madrid. And so the, the burn uh, bow, man. They probably the burn then, yeah. They win. That's it. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Away from home, different story. I'm going to go a goal for Benzema and Vinny Jr. I, I don't think you're far off. I'm going to go Vinny Jr. and Rodrigo. Okay. Maybe Militao. Rodrigo impressed me in the last game out. He, oh, he's so good. I don't know why he comes off the bench every game. It doesn't make any sense. I think it's... Because who do they play as their top three? Benzema, Vinny Jr., and is it Valverde? Uh, it's either Valverde or Asensio, yeah. Which doesn't make any Valverde, sense because Valverde is more of a center mid. So. Valverde, man, that guy can run for. He's so good. He's so good. He's really good, yeah. Love yeah. Valverde. All right. Well, after Real Madrid, we have Villarreal against Real Sociedad. Yeah, fourth Real... against six. Let's this go. Is a good one. I think this ends in a draw, man. Well, the Both way teams. that Sociedad's been playing, yeah, I agree. They, they <laughs> They've been draw city all fucking score goals. The last couple weeks, draw, 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 draw. They beat what was it, Valencia? Yeah, they beat was Valencia, it? but then it's draw, draw, loss, yeah. draw. Yeah. And no. then draw, loss. This is a draw. It says draw written all over it. <clears throat> you could draw their logo. You could draw Villarreal's logo. It's still a draw between them and the Yellow Submarine. It is. And then we also have Atletico Madrid against Real Betis. Yeah, this is my favorite game of the weekend. This is another at, close in, one, man. Third yeah. against fifth. Real Betis in fifth on 45 points. Atletico Madrid in third on 51 points. I'm sorry. I see this going one way and one way only. Atletico has been on 
fire and Dude, been sneaky good. They're going to win this game. They're at home. Yeah, in the last five games, man, four wins and yeah. one draw. Yeah. That one draw, I'm pretty sure it was to Real Madrid. Yeah. They're, it they're was. fantastic. You were right. Because that was the first game in March. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they're they on. They're, Antoine Griezmann is on fire right now. Griezmann's playing well. Avaro Morata's playing Sorry, well. Sorry, Antonio Griezmann. Antonio Griezmann. <laughs> the Spanish version. <laughs> yeah. Switching Anyways. nationalities, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, Atletico Madrid wins this one. Antoine prob- Griezmann probably gets one. I'd say Carrasco probably Griezmann. gets one. It probably ends three to one. Memphis? Memphis with the third, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Quesas? No say. Yeah. Anyways, to the Serie A we go. In Italy, yeah. enough with the Spanish. On April Fool's Day, we got Inter against Fiorentina. Dude, Inter, what are they doing, man? I don't know, and also, hence, why I didn't ask you who you think you're gonna, who you think's gonna win this I think, game? I'm gonna because I don't even team. know, man. I don't know. I'm gonna go off recent form. Fiorentina in their last five games. They've won four and drew one. So their last four games, they've won. Enter. Let's look at their last five games. Three losses and two wins. Okay. I'm going draw. for Argentina, man. Draw. Written all Probably over. Wrong. It probably draw. will be a draw, but. Draw. Enter's pissing me off with all their shit form. I'm going to pick Fiorentina. I'll be honest with you. I bet they win. Enter does. But I'm going to go to the draw. I think Lukaku he scored on their international break for Belgium. It was it was a good goal, but it looked like it skimmed off his head because of the amount of sweat that was on it. To be honest <laughs> with you, people say Lukaku's overweight. He looks like he put on twenty pounds of muscle and he just can't run. As a personal trainer myself, I think his cardio just sucks. But but no one's going to muscle him off a ball. So you put a ball in the box and he's going to head it in. It's going to happen. There you go. Draw. Draw, draw, draw. <laughs> Next up, Juventus against Hellas Verona. You see this going any other way but one way I'm only? I'm going Juve, man. Yeah. Me too. And I have them getting even closer to those European spots, man. 15-point deduction, still going to make Europe. So that was that was my prediction. If you're Champions League, yeah, is I think Juve will fall just short of uh, European place, but then they'll win the Europa League. Well, they're what are they? Seven points short of a Champions League spot. They still have eleven games to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can very well see them making it all the way up into fourth place. Like it's not a it wouldn't be a surprise at oh, all. It's not out of the question for sure. The way these teams have been, I mean, the way both the way Milan teams, AC Milan, Inter, and Roma have been dropping points. Lazio, on the other hand, been a little more consistent, which surprised me. But they beat looking Napoli, at their forget the other team on paper, they're pretty good. They are so. On the second, we got AS Roma against Sampdoria. Speaking of Roma, win in Rome. Is that where they're at? Are they at home? Mm-hmm. 
Do as the Romans do. Yeah, Sampdoria suck, man. They're <clears> 19th. Yeah, they're terrible. Oh, However, Romans. <laughs> this is the Serie A. It is the Serie A. It's like an NCAA bracket. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, Roma, though, they've lost two on the bounce. I think they, they right the ship here to get a win. I agree. I think AS Roma win this one. Next up, Napoli against AC Milan. Is this a preview of the Champions League quarterfinal? I got to say, man, I think this is going to be another game I'm going to watch for sure. This is going to be a good one. I want to see how this plays out because it obviously is a little precursor to the Champions oh, League. It's only, what, a week and a half away, right? Yeah, yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks away. Something like that. Yeah. It's in Naples, though. And then just this Napoli team, man, they're so good. They're so good. That midfield, that forward line, their defense is playing good. Fun One way. One way only. I guess the better question is, when does Napoli clinch the title? Is it this week, next week, two weeks from now? <laughs> when is it? I got to see when it's actually possible for him to win a title. I'll do it. Soon. It's within the next five weeks for sure. Probably more like three. I was going to say four. It's all dependent on Lazio at this point. Yeah, because Napoli, they're in 71 points, man. Lazio, who are in second, are on 52. 19 points back. That's a lot. Yeah. The six games. Plus a draw, I guess. Napoli have only l- dropped 10 points. Mm-hmm. Two losses and two draws. It's theirs. Yeah, I don't, see, it's I don't see them dropping any points. I, I expect maybe them to drop a few, maybe seven. I meant in this game. But, oh, in this game, no. Yeah. Not any points in this game. I think once they win that league, they'll be focusing on the Champions League. 100%. But they got to beat Milan three times. so. Which I think they will. <laughs> the way they're I don't playing this year. I don't at all. We've heard our predictions. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to say anything more. So let's get into Manchester City and Liverpool. This is going to be a hell of a game. I... Almost guarantee neither one of us will be awake when it starts. Because <laughs> uh, on the West Coast, it's at 4. I guess it would be 5.30 in the morning, yeah? Because they don't have, uh, what is it, daylight savings in England? So it would be 5.30 in the morning now. But still, that's early. Uh, so let's get into their combined 11 since we're going to miss the start of it. All right. So I'll start from the back. So I did change mine. I know originally I was going to put Ederson. I did not put Ederson. I put Allison. I like Allison's shot-stopping ability. I think it's better than Ederson's. So that's why I have him there. For my right back, I have whoever Man City plays. Who knows? <laughs> will it be kyle walker will it be john stones it doesn't matter i'm picking it doesn't matter they're better it than doesn't trent matter alexander i'm picking whoever Arnold. they put it right back doesn't matter trent oh my dude you've struggled this season i would say the jury is out for you whether or not you're world class world class attacker championship side defender in my opinion saying it now yeah my defense, my center backs, I'm going to go Man City's Ruben Diaz and Manuel Akanji. 
as you may have heard on a previous episode, I now believe Virgil van Dyke is overrated and not a very good defender. However, my left back, I'm going with Andrew Robertson. Second best left back in the Premier League this season. Uh, who's who's the Man City right back? Uh, Nathan Ake? Not left really back? a left back. Left back? Ake, yeah. Not really left back, though. More of a center back, kind of playing a left back role. So I'm going Andrew Robertson there. In the midfield, no surprise. Liverpool's midfield is absolute trash. I'm going Man City midfield. In uh, Rodri... Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva, which is funny because Bernardo Silva doesn't start. Eh, he might. Very often, I believe, at least. And then for my three up top, in the attack on the right, I'm going Mohamed Salah. On the left, Mr. Jack Grealish, who has turned things around at Man City, and I feel like has performed pretty well. And then it should come no surprise, the striker. Mr. Erling Holland, the robot himself, the robot top goal scorer in the Premier League, most goals for Man City in the season. He's a beast. Soon to be Premier League record. Soon to be goal we'll scorer. See. Wouldn't it be something if he? What's, what's did the... it in this game? Yeah, he won't though, and he's a no. few goals behind, isn't he? Five. Yeah, I think. I think it's twenty nine versus thirty four. Could be wrong. Anyways, I went with Ederson at goalkeeper. You did. I did. Better did I feet. Mind to Allison. <laughs> better feet. Better he distribution. Have, his distribution, I will say, is very good. But the it's the I best like, in the world compared to other Allison, goalkeepers. Man, because man. he's a goalkeeper, and you want your goalkeeper to shop, stop shots. I think he's been fantastic this season. <clears throat> he has. Better I, than I, I Allison. Disagree with you. They're both Allison's led in a lot of goals. That's all I got. They're both fantastic. I'm going to go the opposite direction on defense. I'm going Andy Robertson left back. Well, because he's been the second best left back in the Premier League this season behind Alexander Zinchenko. Center backs. You can be surprised by this one. Ibrahim Konate. Yeah. Underrated center back. And John Stones. John no matter Stones. where he plays, I had to put him in because he's been one of the best center backs or right back for Manchester City. Yeah, now I'm curious who your right back is. Is it Kyle, Kyle Walker? Walker? Surprise! Yeah. It's Kyle Walker. Yeah, because uh, Trent Alexander Arnold is garbage this season. He's a so straight garbo. You can't you can't even consider him. <laughs> so uh, center mids, I went the same: De Bruyne, Rodri, and Bernardo Silva. Because well, duh. Uh, up front, I'll be honest with you. I've seen the form of Riyad Mahrez this season versus Mo Salah, and I picked Riyad Mahrez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Phil Foden, because I feel like he is better than Jack Grealish, and I'm still not sold on him, even though his form has been better of late. Does Foden play on that left wing, though? He usually does. He's more on the right. It's either him or Grealish. Mares is usually the starter, or him or Julian Alvarez. I almost picked him on the left, to be honest with you. But I had to pick the robot himself up front. He is too fucking good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a prediction last week 
I got to stick with them. Here that man now, huh? is a robot goal scoring machine. I think his international groin injury <laughs> is a good old Sir Alex Ferguson tactic of Pep Guardiola gave him a call and said, Hey, buddy, you're hurt. We need you for the rest of the season. Don't even risk yourself for Norway and these European qualifiers. Say you're hurt because they can't check groin. You're welcome. He's not hurt. It's bullshit. He's not hurt at all. Sir Alex Ferguson was onto it, and he did it all the fucking time. You ain't fooling nobody, Pep. You ain't fooling nobody. Erling Holland's not hurt. Bullshit. He's a fucking robot. He's made of machine parts. Get the fuck out of here. Robots don't get hurt. No, robots don't get hurt. You replace the parts. (laughs) Squeak a little oil on there. (laughs) Little WD-40, man. Yeah, get out of here. Bullcrap. All right. On to transfer rumors. This will be (laughs) fun. Targo, I need your top five, please. Okay. Let's go with one, and I'll go with one, and go back and forth, because this will be fun. <laughs> Sounds good, man. My top rumor has to deal with the GOAT himself, Lionel Messi. A Saudi Arabia team, Al Halal. Halal, yeah. Halal is offering Halal. him Halal. $220 million a year to come play in Saudi Arabia. I'll counter that with uh, Barcelona's trying to bring back Messi this summer. Sergio Aguero, his best friend and godfather of his children, yep, uh, yep. says it's 50-50 chance of going back to Barcelona, uh, which we all know is dependent on Barcelona clearing out half their squad before <laughs> it happens. They have to clear a lot of money. To... <laughs> Would you rather go to Barca or go get 220 mil from Saudi Arabia? I mean, if I'm messy, I'm going with nostalgia. I'm going back to Barcelona. But the question is, can Barcelona afford me without paying referees? I'm just saying. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. That... So I'll take Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Uh, next question, uh, Alex Trebek. And because of that, PSG are interested in Rafael Leao because Lionel Messi seems apparent to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Rafael right. Leao currently at AC Milan, 23 years old. What do you has mean, said he doesn't. He has said he doesn't want to leave Milan. He does want to stay at Milan. It seems he like. does. That's for really sure. bad. Uh, I don't see it happening. I know PSG might seem like an attractive offer, but if I'm from our side, looking at it, PSG is not an attractive offer to anybody. No. If Messi Unless leaves, you're a young French player, done, done. I'm out. Mm-mm. Rebuild, start over, sell everybody, get out, start over, reset button. Like I said, I think that whole club needs a change in order to become successful. As I had mentioned in the Champions League, especially. 100%. So, I don't think it happens either. No, I don't. Speaking of probably not happening, but might, Real Madrid are to attempt to meet Erling Holland's release clause in the summer of 2024 of 200 million pounds. Whew. 
That's a uh, lot of moolah, man. Be just short of Neymar's uh, world record transfer fee. However, 100% worth it. Neymar was not. Erling Holland, 100% worth it. I don't know. I don't think it happens. I said he's worth it. I never said it happens. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I would like to say see him stay in the Premier League. I mean, we want to see all the best players play in the Premier League. However, what we said about Erling Holland breaking Cristiano Ronaldo's record, the only way he's going to do it, going to Spain. And I said he wouldn't, so I don't think he will. <laughs> but speaking of Real Madrid and world-class talent, Real Madrid potentially willing to swap Vinicius Jr. for Kylian Mbappe. So Vinny Jr. is 22 and Mbappe is 24? If you're PSG, do you even entertain this? No. Not at all. Kylian Mbappe, if you're in my Mbappe, opinion, other than Messi, best player in the world. Give me another player besides Vinny Jr., maybe. Like a Benzema, which I don't think he will. But his contract's up have, in the summer. I would rather have Vinny Jr. than Benzema. Well, I'm saying both. Give me both, and I'll consider Maybe Vinny, Vinny Jr. and a little cash? Vinny Jr. and Benzema, and I'll consider it with some cash. Oh, no. The potential for Vinny Jr. is very high. He's only 22 years old. And Mbappe is even higher. Even at 22. When they were the same age, Mbappe's was much higher. Just saying. Hmm. I disagree with you. I think Vinny Jr., maybe 40 mil. Uh, Mbappe is worth at least 100 plus. I would say Vinny Jr. is too. Well, I'm not Real Madrid, and I haven't been burned by Mbappe, so. That's true. I don't I don't think this will happen, having said that. But I think if you're Mbappe, Mbappe's got to leave PSG. 100%. Here. Yeah. You want to entertain any offer that comes in for you. Anything. Better than PSG. All right. I'm going to switch 100%. <laughs> We're getting away from Real Madrid. We're getting away from the best players in the world. We're going to go with the best young talent. <clears throat> All right. All right. Gabriel Viega. Okay, yeah. 20-year-old at Celta Vigo. Stud of a midfielder. He's being monitored by Arsenal, Barcelona, and Real Madrid. $40 million is what it takes, apparently, to get him. All are rumored to want to put in a bid for him. For all the clubs, I would say Arsenal probably makes the most sense as a replacement for uh, Grant Xhaka. Real Madrid oh, is stacked in midfield. Barcelona, he ain't going to get no playing time. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I haven't seen him play much. Apparently, I'll have to go check out some tape with all these clubs linked to him. He's, I know he's a young kid. So good. Yeah. So I don't have much of an opinion on this, but I have seen him, his name pop up quite a bit. That he's a, lot of clubs a, he's are a gem. In him. Yes. Yeah. It, to me, is a, a Barcelona signing in the making, I'll be honest. That's what it sounds like. However, Barcelona's financial situation and the players they're going for, it makes no sense. 
So especially with them have to get Pedri. Yeah. Or not Pedri. And Gavi, forty so. million with the way Arteta's been spending money is nothing. So just no, it's not. Especially a replacement for Granite Shaka. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Well, I'll stick into the Premier League, man. But uh Man United and Chelsea interested in Randall Kolomowani. Ooh. Which I would love to see him in the Prem, but it's said that he would cost 120 mil. I mean, if you're Frankfurt, do you accept anything less than that? And he's your best player, and he's arguably the best player in the Bundesliga right now. I think if you're Eintracht Frankfurt, you see 100 mil come knocking, yeah. Are you taking it up front or in payments? I mean, I, I don't know. We would see what each club... I'd take top. 120 in payments. <clears throat> 120, and if, and if it's Chelsea knocking on the door with Todd uh-huh. checkbook. Or Manchester United with a new owner. Or Man United with a new owner. But I think he'd be fantastic. I think he would... Mm, I think he'd be good at both teams. He, he would be the interchangeable striker that Chelsea need. Right there, dude. He's fluid. He can move all mm-hmm. along that front three. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's yep. what I like about him. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United doesn't make quite as much sense. They, because they like need they a number looking, nine. They don't need like an interchangeable striker. Solid so. striker. Because yeah. they have Rashford and whoever's yeah. going to be on the right, whether it's James Sancho, Anthony, Garnacho. They got plenty of depth. They need a striker. 100% they need a striker. Yeah. Whether well, that's Harry Kane, Victor Osman, which brings me into my this. next rumor. Ooh, Victor. Victor Osman. $150 million, Napoli says. Uh, Chelsea and Manchester United interested. Uh, apparently, Arsenal is the number one contender, which doesn't make any sense to me because yeah, nobody's going to pay $150 million for him besides maybe Manchester United or Chelsea, and Manchester United would have to have a new owner. That's I it. think he's the best fit at a, a Man United. I think Harry Kane. I'm going to stick with it. Harry Kane yeah. is the best fit for Manchester United. He knows the playing style, especially if you put Sancho on the right. He's played with Rashford and Sancho before. It's instant team chemistry, instant way they want to play. Ten Hag is perfect. It just fits. I'm sorry. It's money-making, trophies, everything. Yeah, you know I've been a fan of Harry Kane going to Man United for a while now. I know. I just... I'm an Arsenal fan. I hate to see teams suck. If Tottenham lose Harry Kane, they're going to suck for a generation. It'll definitely be hard. Hard for them. That's I'm for sorry. Sure. They're, they will not be the same because he is by far the best player they've ever had in England, too. Congratulations, Harry Kane, breaking Wayne Rooney's record. For most goals for an England international. Yep, did that the However, last weekend. Tottenham will struggle to replace him for generations. Oh, 100%. Especially because they signed Richarlison to replace him. He's got zero Premier League goals. I saw zero. Thing. And he's hurt now, so he has zero for the season. Just saying. It was, uh, Worst signing of the season, Richarlison. Done. Hey, okay, man. Okay. William Saliva has more goals than Richarlison. Personal center back. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. But my last transfer rumor, 
is a up and coming young talent. He's only 19 years old. Plays for Bayer Leverkusen. There's a whole host of clubs in for oh, so Florian Gertz. So many. Where will he end up? Barcelona are interested. Real Madrid and Liverpool are eyeing the midfielder. Manchester City to take place of Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, he's got eight goals, eight goal involvements in 13 games. He had a little bit of a injury here at the beginning of the season, but since coming back from that injury, man, he is on fire, assisting, scoring goals in uh, Bundesliga and the Europa League. He's one of the reasons why I have Bayer Leverkusen making it into the Europa League final. He's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah. In my opinion, he won't be the same player as Kevin De Bruyne. But by the time he hits the same age, he could be the same caliber. Potentially. Same player. Same caliber. Honestly, I hope he stays in the Bundesliga for maybe another year or two. I do too. I really do. I don't want him to end up, honestly, Kai Kai Havertz is kind of who I don't want him to end up. Mm-hmm. Kai Havertz, I thought, was going to be a fantastic player in the Premier League. And don't get me wrong, he scored that one goal for Chelsea in a Champions League final. But that's The only like, difference is Kai Havertz has been played as a striker. False nine, and Florian yeah. Fertz is definitely not a striker. He's a number 10. But so. yeah, I, I'm, I'm high on Florian Fertz, man. I think he's going to be a fantastic midfielder for the future. Only 19 years old. Oh, I 100% agree. It would be fantastic. Well, no matter where he goes, he's one to watch. For sure. Uh, my last one, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Declan Rice, <laughs> after his uh, interview with Ian Wright and Bakayo Saka. And on this high note. Yep. He's apparently agreed to terms with to join Arsenal verbally. In the summer, with a 75 million pound deal being talked about with West Ham, depending on if they're relegated or not, just makes sense. That's it. That's all I got. World class player, man. World class player. Uh, I know I talked about Gabriel Viega being a perfect replacement for Grant Xhaka. Be honest with you, Declan Rice is the literal perfect replacement for Grant Xhaka. The improvement and an upgrade and a replacement all in one English English I mean I understand you got to pay English tax 75 million for him is a steal even with English tax that's all I got I don't disagree with you man that'd be a fantastic pickup for Arsenal if they can make it happen but on that note I'm pretty sure that's all of our transfer rumors our top transfer rumors anyway uh, make sure you guys let us know any transfer ru- rumors that you've heard that we didn't mention. Let us know on our Facebook group. Uh, always make sure to check out the Instagram, TikTok. We love posting videos on there so you can see our pretty faces. <laughs> Josh's get all red on the YouTube. Make sure you check that out, the YouTube channel. Make sure you check out our Red Bubble. Get the merch. We appreciate you guys buying stuff on there. Keeps us doing this, which we love to do. It's a lot of fun for us. And on that note, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, cheers. Cheers, fam. Love you.